Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. A member of the industry syndicate. This is where success happens. Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Here's your host, Todd Duncan. Hello, High Trust Coaching Tribe. It's TD coming at you on this special Wednesday, August 5th. Good to be with you. Um, Ray is my digital technician. <clears throat> and that music has got me jumping up and down. What a great, great, great countdown clock. Good to be with you guys. Um, I'm going to be talking during the next 30 minutes about three things that have come up in conversations <clears throat> excuse me, that I've had over the last couple of weeks with people. <clears throat> excuse me. So welcome to this. And um, anybody that has any live comments or questions as we kind of go through this, go ahead and post that over on the, the right side bar. I'm taking a look at that. We'll probably go for just about 30 minutes or so on these ideas. So the three things that came up um, this week that were, or in the last two weeks that were questions were, were number one, um, what is your thought about how long uh, this rate environment will last? And, uh, and, and that's one thing I think that we need to maybe socialize and talk about. The second thing was, um, what steps do I take today to make sure that when it changes, because it's not if, but when it changes, that my normal business will be in sync. And so I think that refers more to kind of my consistent purchase volume versus maybe this this sheer uh, kind of uh, uh, mammoth wave of refinances we've had, which I'm not arguing has not been plentiful and harvestful and, and made people a lot of money. It's all good. But we got to protect against some of the changes going to be happening. And then the third thing that I was asked is, if you were a loan rep today, what would you do in today's market to secure your future? So those are three things we want to talk about. So if we go back to the kind of the, the, the comment on the, on the, the rate environment, um, I have no more certainty than, good morning, Trevor. I have no more certainty than you do in terms of, you know, what is going to happen, how fast it may happen, how long it's going to take until it does happen. Will it for sure happen? And, you know, the answers to all those questions are going to be, yeah, this rate environment is going to change. But before I get into the details, the, the one thing I want to remind everybody about is this idea of compounding. And, and I think far too often we are a little bit forgetful of the idea that compounding doesn't like show up in a month. It, it actually shows up daily and compounding is biased to uh, whether or not we are intending or not intending to, to do something. It has no attachment to whether or not our compounding impact is going to be because every day we don't do something versus a different attachment because every day we do do something. It's, it, it has no emotional bias to, to either one of those. They're just reality. So if we have 30, 60, 90, 180 days of not doing something that compounds to the negative just as much as 30, 60, 90, 180 days of doing the right thing compounds to the positive, right? So before we jump into the, the kind of the data that I want to share with you, um, it's important to understand that your business today 
right now in this moment is not a reflection of, of what you did or didn't do yesterday. It's probably more of a reflection of what you did or you didn't do maybe two weeks ago, maybe a month ago, maybe two months ago, maybe even three months ago. And so the reality is if we need to prepare for an uncertain future, which most certainly will happen, then it would be really smart to today begin the reverse compounding impact, which would be what are the steps we need to take to create an insurance policy against the future, whatever, that may look like and whenever it may change. I was intrigued uh, this week by um, uh, an excerpt from Rob Chrisman. I'm just gonna read it to you. And this is, I think, pretty clear on kind of where we need to be thinking about the rate environment. So Rob says that economic data has sure been a mix of positive and negative. We know that with sentiment based on news of the virus, potential new setbacks weighed on analyst outlooks for the coming months as economic activity is seen slowing again in the states with the highest new cases. It remains to be seen whether the V-shaped recovery will actually turn into what's called a sawtooth or a W recovery, up, down, up, down, right? And um, recall that that the minutes from uh, the June, and let's see, June 9th and 10th FOMC meeting showed that Fed officials thought it necessary to keep the monetary policy, which we're in right now, very accommodative, which we're seeing in the form of our pipelines and refis, um, in, 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 in kind of the degree of uncertainty surrounding the risks proposed of reopening and increasing cases, so on and so forth, right? So what does all that mean? All that means is nobody knows if we're gonna have a solid bounce back. I think we've proven we don't have that. I think we've already seen a couple of these W bounce backs, right? States opening too soon, states not having tight policy. And we're seeing a lot of inconsistency around that. So the Fed is basically saying, we're not gonna create a risky policy with regard to economic scenarios, pricing, cost of funds, any of that stuff, because we need that to sustain the recovery that we are going through in the midst of a pandemic. So what does that mean in, in everyday English? The, 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 the obvious is whatever we're going through is not gonna last forever. Um, rates, rates that come down will go up and rates that go up will come down. And uh, for the 12 years I did loans and almost 6,000 of them, I was not a good predictor of when that would happen. And I was reflecting with a couple of people this week on um, just a question. And our coaches, I think, ask this question fairly often of our, our coaching members. And that is, um, if you woke up tomorrow and rates had gone up 200 basis points, what would happen to your business? And there's a, a wide degree of answers, right? But there's a preponderance of thought that it would slow down fairly rapidly. And so all that speaks to is the idea that the, the, the market we're in is not gonna last forever. We already see purchase volume coming back. We already see the, the market in terms of it being a, a seller market right now because um, there's so much pent up demand and there's so little inventory that's happening in, in most of the major markets in America. It's really important for you to reconnect in your purchase verticals. It's very important for you to assess how powerful your pre-approval process is. And it's really important for you to understand that if you're gonna win offers, you gotta do things creatively like videos and, and that type of submission to sellers. We've gotta be really, really tight with our pre-approval processes right now. And we've gotta get our buyers to win in the bidding contest that no doubt properties are gonna be involved in because we miss the same spring buying season. We have a summer buying season that is spring and summer combined. 
And, uh, and so you're just going to see that happen. So I think that, you know, the, the obvious is rates aren't going to stay on forever. And the obvious question is when they go up, do you want to see your pipeline crash? And there's, there's a couple different answers. Some of you are further down the purchase path that you, than, than others. And, and you, you're, you're feeling a little bit more secure about that. Some of you are not down that path and maybe feeling a little less secure, but at the end of the day, it is the backbone of any business, right? There's not a possibility for a refinance if there was not a purchase in the first place. And so I know that partially I'm singing to the choir because you guys understand this, but it's, it, it is really time for a gut check on how are you every day compounding so that when the market changes, you'll have less severity to the impact it might have on your business. So that would be the first thing I would ask you to consider. Anybody that's online right now that you wanna throw something up you're doing right now to make sure your purchase business is coming back, go ahead and throw that in the comments section. And I'll, I'll kind of bring them up as we go through this. Coaching Live is kind of, you know, me, me unpacking some thoughts that I have, but also, you know, anything that you guys want to say, you can, you can feel free to say that over in the, <clears throat> in the comment box. Okay. So we're clear on compounding. Um, we're clear on that, whether you're doing the right thing or the wrong thing, it will compound. And we're clear that anything that negatively compounds, we should try to reverse immediately. Okay. So Jennifer says, what excites you the most about sales mastery this year? So Jennifer, I'm going to roll this right into the next, the next question with, or the next comment, which is, so, so what do we do to reinvigorate our purchase business? And one of the things that I think is important about sales mastery this year is besides the fact that it has gone hundred percent digital, which is not what I would have preferred but given the fact that we can't put people in a live ballroom and given the fact that we still want to bring the goods, this agenda this year is nothing short of blow your mind kind of stuff. We are doing things that, <clears throat> that, that I think um, are probably years ahead of what the industry is going to be doing. And we're bringing panels and speakers and a whole new digital platform, a whole brand new kind of recording studio and we're going to bring ideas to you that you don't even have to leave your office or your home to get. And, um, and, and the market is resonating with it. I think right now I walked in the office this morning and we have big TV monitors. And I think right now we're, we're at 29,000 people registered for the event. And um, so the good news in COVID is, is by going digital, we're able to impact, you know, maybe 20 times the audience size. And plus we're letting, letting others bring realtors and, and, uh, and so there's, there's signup protocols for that. But in my, in my mind, sales mastery this year is going to be one of a kind. We've never done it before. We have laid the plans and the groundwork. Um, it's going to be five days of digital. It's going to be 30 days of on demand and the panelists and speakers we're bringing is just off the charts. So let me get into this, this second idea, because what we'll be covering in six weeks, if you can imagine, it's only six weeks away, is what are the best practices right now of reinvigorating your purchase business? So there's two layers. One is the traditional layer, which would be our realtors and builders. And for the time being, let's just talk about our, our real estate agents. This is a perfect time. It, 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 it is probably the most perfect time for you to do one a days. And what one a days are in my mind is once a day, 
<clears throat> you are going to contact a real estate agent that you have a relationship with, but because of the current environment, you haven't focused on it like you want to, and you are going to do a business review with them. And you're going to do this for two months, an hour discipline for two months um, assumes that you're going to have somewhere between 20 business reviews minimally and not more than 30 or 40. If you're seasoned in your realtor partnerships and you just have not given them the love you need to give them, then I would think that number might be 10 to, to maybe 20. And the reason why you want to do business reviews is for two reasons. One that's obvious and the other is one that may not be so obvious. The reason you want to do a business review that's obvious is any business review with any type of change and any discussion around goals takes 30 to 60 days to implement the structure to solve whatever the business review produces. And so if you're going to have, let's call it 20 interviews in the next four weeks or five weeks, and it's just an hour a day, you have the rest of the day to do whatever you need to do with, with refis, but an hour a day, then you're going to get busy solving things that make a difference in Q4. Right now, we're on the verge of, you know, the, the three quarters of the way through the year in a couple months. And whatever it is that we do now presupposes that in 60 to 90 days, we might have a different rate environment and we may be back to solely purchase business. So that'd be number one. And, and in those business reviews, the traditional stuff we teach in coaching is, you know, what can we do working together to be more productive? What can we do working together to be more efficient? What can we do working together to solve some needs you have that I'm not aware of as we kind of reinvigorate our plan for next year? Those are solid, solid questions to ask. They're the normal partnership planning questions that we created 25 years ago. But the next layer would be to do a gap analysis with them and to ask them. I mean, you don't even need a document to do it, although um, anybody that's in coaching, your coaches have that document. It's a gap analysis for realtors. <clears throat> All you have to do is ask, as you think about rolling into the fourth quarter of this year, what are the two or three things about your business that you're not highly confident in, that you know you want to be confident in, so you can make 2021 your best year ever. And whatever they say to a question like that would be the very things that you go to work on. And so the, the idea of, of concentrating on the ultimate shift, the idea that right now, the obvious is if I want my partnerships to thrive, I have to be involved in them. In our new uh, video program called Connect, we talk about the idea that that the first requirement for a very, very effective business partnership is that you have chemistry. And so the, the place you start is with every single real estate agent that you really feel connected with, but you feel disconnected because of refis and you feel disconnected because you haven't given them the attention you want and probably should give them. Right. So once we have chemistry, then the three keys to any relationship working are conversation, collaboration, and then conflict management. So when we have conversation, it leads to a deeper dive on collaborating around what we want to do. And then no doubt as two creative people will always have, I might have an idea that's different from yours. You might have an idea that's different from mine. And that requires conflict 
management. Conflict in that sense is not bad. It's actually very, very good. So that's the obvious reason why you would want to do that over the next 60 days. What is the um, the less obvious reason? And it might be not might not be so less obvious that you've never even thought about it. But it is important to realize right now that the, the, the majority of lenders are deep in the weeds in, in the biggest pipelines I've ever had. And so as a why go do something with agents now, the answer is because nobody else is. And so if you want to add a new layer of potential partners, you know, you have the mindset right now, and it might be true as you just reflect on your own business, have the mindset now that, you know, it's interesting, I'm not even doing what we're talking about here. So if I'm not doing it and I'm on high trust today and I'm a coaching member and, and I'm a dialed in mortgage professional, then my competition is certainly not doing it. And in that sense, it wouldn't be like their competition, right? Because if they're not doing it, they're not competing against you unless you're not doing it. So that's a pretty, pretty big dialogue. Let's see what's stacked up here. Uh, Cliff says, hi, looking forward to mastery. Keep engaged with real partners, Trevor even not as much time. You know, I think Trevor's point is really, really solid here. You don't have to do what you have always done in a market of normalcy, meeting with realtors. You just need to pay attention to them. So you can start using, you know, day on day, you know, video, you can start using, you know, text messaging. Last night I sent 12 <clears throat> text messages to CEOs that I have not been able to connect with. You know, they're busy, we're busy, so on and so forth. There's a lot of ways you can connect today. I like what Hope said, an hour a day focused on business review and best hour of the day. Everybody's got their best hour of the day. I know, for me, the longer the day goes on, you know, the, the less likely I'm going to have my best hour. That doesn't mean my, my three o'clock hour is a waste of time. It just means I feel the stuff that needs to get done needs to get done before the universe kind of presses in and, and makes it easy not to do those things. So I think that's important. So gap analysis, business planning review. And then I would thirdly, and again, you guys can throw anything on the, the, the chat window you want. <clears throat> the, the, back to Jennifer's question, what are we excited about at Mastery, for Mastery? We're excited about at least four possibly five different interviews that we're doing with loan officers that have basically owned the idea of the shift that I've been talking about now for probably going on three years. In our elite coaching group, we have made it a, uh, a critical mandate. And I'll just say it as simply as I just did. It is a mandate for you to diversify. It's a mandate. It's not, it's not a suggestion. It's not if you have time. Um, it is a mandate. And why is it a mandate? It is a mandate because if you don't, you're going to lose leverageability in the marketplace and you're going to lose it as soon as next year. So this is the third thing that I want to talk about on our, our time together here this morning. And I won't be able to unpack any of the details on Coaching Live today, but I promise you in six weeks, we're gonna unpack all of the details. So the third thing that I want to, 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 to answer, which is the question from LO is, what would you do to make sure you secure your future? Um, what I said is diversify into new markets that scale your database, 
rapidly in unprecedented ways with leverageable partnerships to add value to your traditional markets. So that, that's, what, that's what I said, and that's what I'm saying to you. And so um, I won't give you all the details, but I'll just tell you, for example, we're gonna showcase a loan officer at Sales Mastery that year to date, and this is through June, so year to date has funded $50 million in home loans through June and has referred $35 million in real estate transactions at 2.3% in commissionable filtering. It's about $805,000 in commissions through June to his core realtor group. 100% of his business comes from Facebook Live, 100%. And so we're gonna show you exactly what he does, how he does it, how his team supports that. And it is one of the most unnatural strategies that you would ever think, even though we all know what live is, we all know what, you know, what Facebook live and Instagram live and, and, you know, here using StreamYard and getting to all the platforms. We all, we know what live is, but I got to tell you right now, in my personal opinion, about 99% of loan officers that use social are not using social tactically and, and are not dollarizing what they're doing on social. We're, we're going, I mean, imagine, imagine hundred percent of your business coming from, from Facebook live. Just imagine that. So we're going to unpack that. We, we, we have a dialogue with two other LOs and it's kind of fun. Um, I've been coaching one of the LOs for about six years. He also is coaching another LO for the last three years. And in a conversation two weeks ago, the not me, not the guy I coach, but the guy he coaches has taken his database from about 1500 connected borrowers with whom he has done business previously. And this would have been measured at the end of uh, March. And at the end of July, that database was at 10,000 home buyers. He did not do loans for the other, you know, 8,500 buyers, but the 8,500 buyers that have been added to his database in essentially 90 days are a hundred percent organically referred. And by that, what I mean is he has been on since August of last year. So August of this year, so 12 months, he has been on this mission to use the circle of cash flow to instead of thinking about adding a person at a time to his database or maybe three people at a time to his database, he has decided that he wants to go big and um, wants to fund $200 million a year. And I won't tell you everything because we're going to un unveil it for you at Sales Mastery. But by the, um, they're, they're, they're 1,500 people away from the database goal they have for June of next year right now, this year. So almost, you know, almost what, 10 months ahead of schedule. Here's what's important about this shift. What's important about this shift is um, speed of trust, speed of conversion, qualification, capacity, and reliability, and loyalty. And so in the, in the new world, which we are coining consumer-centric, 
there'll be four panels that we unpack that are all probably not less than $100 million a year businesses that are coming from social strategy that has nothing to do with realtors. And so that's kind of exciting when you when you when you think about when you think about that, and and the the guy that's that's uh, at ten thousand people in his database, his goal this year was one hundred and fifty million dollars, and obviously he's benefited greatly from refinances too. He'll probably end up the year at two hundred million, and um, what's most exciting about that to me is about eighty percent of that business is not coming from realtors. And so it's not it's not um, a consumer direct strategy. We're not talking about that. We're talking about it's still a referral strategy. It's still I know somebody you need to know. But it was like we were talking last week and he said, um, I've been in this business for 20 years and I have never in a month added a thousand referred people to my database. I mean, if you just think about it, in 20 years, I've never added a thousand referred people in a month. And he went on to say, let alone a year. So the, the trend for the business is leverageability. And the other trend for the business is these metrics that we measure in coaching, right? What is the speed of trust? What is the, the speed of conversion? What is the uh, capacity to qualify you know, and be approved? And then what is the loyalty? And those four things are, are pretty monstrous ideas that, that we're thinking about. So uh, Trevor says, maximize every phone Zoom conversation you're already responding to, get the loan today, but work the circle of cash flow to turn every current client into your marketing advocate for loans tomorrow or November or next spring. You know, that is that is super well said. Here's here's kind of a thought to have you just maybe chew on. What would it be like if you had like, um, one of our guys showed up the other day and he had a, he had a, uh, um, Star Trek, he used a Star Trek image for his green screen. And, you know, I could think back to a kid and I could think back to the Enterprise and I could think back to that that front module of the, the Enterprise where, you know, Captain Kirk was and all of this. And and I, and I started having this thought, you know, what, what would it be like to have that kind of operation knowing that you're just sitting in your chair every single day and you're navigating this universe of referrals, I mean, universe, and it's it's bigger than anything you possibly can imagine when you really understand this. So, so the guy I'm referring to that, um, so not the guy I coach, but the guy he coaches, um, I think in one week, he had two people that referred, they represented, not referred yet, I'm not sure on that, but represented a database of 2,200 people. 2,200 people. And so, so imagine having a person that can open the door for you to a thousand people. Yesterday I was uh, in Tustin, California where I was a loan rep and um, I drove by uh, Global Medical Center, which used to be called Western Medical Center. And I just had this massive smile on my face because I used to be the lender for that hospital. And it's the same hospital that was there 30 years ago when I was doing loans. And obviously people have come and gone and, and different doctors are there now than, than when I was a loan rep. But I got, um, I don't know, 200 loans a year out of that hospital. And none of, you know, none of the referrals from that hospital came to me because of a realtor. They came to me because of another relationship. So those are the three things I wanted to ping pong around. Nobody knows when rates are going to go up. Plan for it to go up. It's going to go up. Nobody knows when. 
So just be smart and be be vigilant about laying the groundwork so you don't get, you know, you don't get hammered. I think probably it's safe to say save as much as you can and and don't increase your cost of living because this does change and it's really great to build wealth in low interest rate environments like this. Um, second thing is you get what you pay attention to. And right now you need to pay attention to your core business partners and uh, and do them right and do what nobody else is doing and make sure you reconnect with them. And then, man, I've said this to our lead group, every single borrower you sit with, you must ask, what is their scope of influence? You must ask, you, you must either dialogue about it. You must ask about it. You must be curious about it. Uh, you look at job titles, you look at, you know, somebody that's a, a small business owner or somebody that's an entrepreneur or somebody that's a, you know, an executive vice president. I mean, who has, <clears throat> who has influence and, 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 and how many people can they influence? And I think these three things are, I mean, they're just, they're what it's all about. Um, so anyway, uh, let's see if anybody has any questions over here. Okay, good, active. April says follow up, follow up, follow up. Yep. Um, yeah, so let me just say a couple things in, in, in closing. Um, one, post anything that you're doing um, before you do anything else today. As soon as we hang up, post anything you're doing on reinvigorating or working your purchase market. Just an idea. What's one thing you're doing? Put it in the comments below and it's answering the question, what am I doing to stoke my purchase business right now? Um, what am I doing to make sure that I am bulletproof on my pre-approvals? Um, what success have I had in the last couple of months, particularly in a refi centric market to begin to look and add other people to my business? Just what are the things you're doing, right? And then make sure that you're signed up for Sales Mastery. Um, it's it's so easy. It's so cheap. It's unbelievably uh, amazing. You're, many companies have corporate deals. So if you're with a big company, check and see if they have a corporate deal with with us. But be there. Be there. It's uh, it's going to be exciting. I'm going to spend 15 days there in the next uh, six weeks, uh, making sure the program is getting recorded the right way, doing all the interviews and everything. We'll have about 35% of the event that will be actually live as you see it. And the rest is live pre-recorded just to make sure we can stay within the timeframes and guidelines you guys want. All right. So thanks for joining today. Thanks for being a member of High Trust today. And if you're a coaching member, thank you. If you're not a coaching member and you have not had a free coaching call, you need to schedule that free coaching call with one of our coach consultants. It's amazing. I just wrote an article for Housing Wire about a guy that we've been coaching. And in 24 months, his income went from uh, $23,000 a month to $57,000 a month. I just love stories like that. You know, how can we make more money without banging our head against the wall? And how can we do it by adding the most value? And uh, anybody that's getting coached knows what I'm talking about. So love you guys. Have a great day. And uh, let's make August a solid month. And we'll see you at Sales Mastery. This is Todd Duncan. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Did you know that Elon Musk has a brain coach? If a billionaire entrepreneur who's redefining the automobile and space travel industries has a coach, I think everybody needs a coach to become the best version of themselves. 
You may not have dreams of launching a rocket into space, but if you want to take your business and your life to the next level in less time with less stress, I encourage you to schedule a free coaching call with one of our certified coach consultants today. It's absolutely free and I believe it's the opportunity you need to have your best life ever. Visit HighTrustCoaching.com or click the link in the show notes below to schedule today.